Hi, my name is Desiree. And my name is Jade. And welcome to Tin Cannular Podcast. Desiree and I are friends who met in university, graduated in 2021, and both moved to big cities across the world from one another. After a year of big and exciting changes, we've managed to maintain our long-distance friendship by sending each other voice notes that detail our troubles, successes, and thoughts as we navigate our early 20s. These voice notes have been a safe haven for us both. Alone in the big city, still trying to figure out work, make new friends, date, have it all, talk about it in the voice notes. Now we want to be your long-distance friends. So we've decided to get back to work and make another show together just for you. This is a show all about our unfiltered opinions and unsolicited advice. Every week, we'll discuss a topic that applies to our lives that we think deserves some attention. One of us will give an overview on the topic, and then we'll both go on to answer questions about it. We'll even be giving you advice on any questions you might have related to the episode theme. It's going to be a mixture of... Serious thoughts, stupid ideas, wild conspiracies, ridiculous anecdotes, and more. So whether you want to learn from our mistakes, be comforted by our thoughts, or if you're just in the mood to chat, we've got the show for you. Before we begin, let's get a quick disclaimer out of the way. Remember that this is just a podcast. We are not experts in anything. And a lot of what we say, if not most of what we say, is said in jest. Listener discretion is advised. Oh my god uh, my god <laughs> we're here this is huge we're here this is huge. is this is this fourth times the charm now or is this third third this is the third, third? time okay. we've gotten past the intro okay okay this is the third <laughs> guys <laughs> it's been it has been a, an entire just shipwreck of <laughs> yes let me tell you this this show first of all this show is truly months in the making months, months and months and months and we've had turmoil since the beginning um every corner has been <laughs> turmoil i'm telling you <laughs> so i'm just i'm just thrilled thrilled to be here once again third time past the intro hoping that we we get a whole episode in that'd be lit yeah it would be nice you know <laughs> to actually like set the intention of being like we're gonna record a full episode and for us to actually yeah. follow through so we tried to do this last week as well and it just was not happening. Last week was just, I mean, it was literally just a train wreck of a week, to be honest. Um, but I'm glad, I'm super happy to be here. I feel like this has definitely been just such a long time coming, as you said. And what's even, you know, just to add like insult to injury, just now Desiree in my video call with her, because we are in, like we said in the intro, very different cities. Um, yeah. Just mid, the quality has been perfect on this video call. <laughs> just now it like completely broke up but I'm hoping that um we, we're just I'm holding faith like I'm, I'm I'm just saying like we're gonna power through it I'm ignoring that um yeah it's fine because literally the same thing just happened to me on my end too suddenly like Jade's image just like went deep fried and <laughs> you know what, you guys are just gonna have to deal with it because we're not starting yeah. over no we're not we're not <laughs> what I have to say is that, like a lot of the stresses we've had with um, starting the show, we can point to Mercury retrograde. We can also point to the fact that I am an unbearable pain in the ass, and I just refuse because we're <laughs> because we're remote. I refuse to do this show over some sort of third party video calling and like record it off of there. Like I was like, no, we need our own microphones. I want individual stems. Um, I do music, y'all. So I'm like, 
very picky about the audio quality of this. And that it's, it truly is my fault because if we were just willing to settle for like grainier voices, we would not have to jump through all these hoops, but I'm not willing to settle. I want problems and I will create them. No, absolutely. <laughs> like we have, what you're listening to is quality. First of all, it is absolute quality. Let me tell you. So the thing is, is that Jade and I, and you can probably hear my upstairs neighbor literally moving their furniture at this time. It's been totally quiet. It's been totally quiet this entire time. And literally there's a point every night. There's actually a point every night where my neighbor has to move around all of their furniture. Um, but as I was saying, I can't even remember what I was saying either, because literally I can hear, I can hear literally the bed, like being dragged across the room as I speak right now. Oh, you know what I was saying? Yeah, I was talking about the quality microphone. So the thing is, is like in our old podcast, because as we said in our intro, Jade and I did um, a podcast actually in our uni years back in the day. When I say back in the day, literally like two years ago. Yeah, (laughs) way back when. Way back when, back in the day, um, we had our own podcast. uh, And uh, I learned so much about the technical aspects that go behind making like a production such as that and it was literally a production um and so when when jade was like we're not going to do a third party sort of situation we're going to have our individual mics and it's it's gonna it's gonna go off yeah i was like oh snap like i literally have to go and be like a, a like an actual audio technician like oh my god i'm literally so horrible technology but yeah no jade's like been walking me through how to do this like literally against all odds man like we're literally separated by like an entire ocean i'm in the future you're in the past right now like it's like literally we're defying (laughs) gravity time everything yeah everything no absolutely everything i do have to say that you sell yourself short because i feel like i've walked you through very few processes and you've just been figuring it all out desiree is and i'm sure in the episodes to come of this ep- like podcast we will be talking about this but Desiree's what I like to call a google bitch meaning that like anytime much, she has yeah. like a problem and be it not just like how do I set this microphone up but like be it personal be it technological be it um ethical philosophical Desiree turns there to is, google absolutely there's no there's no stone that I will la- like leave unturned when yeah. it comes to Google if I want to know what's under that stone I will use Google Google <laughs> Scholar literally I, every search engine available on this planet to find out the answer so Google like yes I am a Google bitch and so I was able to like Google was literally came in clutch trying to set up my at home studio which totally yeah. consists of my microphone sitting on top of its packaging yeah. Um, me sh- bent over, over the microphone, looking like mm-hmm. a banana shaped moron, um, <laughs> looking down at my phone, uh, where I can see Jade's lovely face. So we oh. can actually speak together in real time. So that's the studio. That's the yeah. setup. It's and, absolutely professional. You know what? Also another shout out to Google is that we're video calling separately from these recordings, video calling on Google Meet um, because we're both. Yeah. Google Calendar girls. Google and Calendar. Let me just say, win. like, Desiree's, Desiree's sitting in the cutest little outfit. She has this, like, sweater vest, this, like, checkered sweater vest on with little daisies on some of the checkers. And then she has her white collar, like, a little collar coming out over the... She is the Google Scholar right now, y'all. She looks like the me, Google Scholar. Not me tucking my hair behind each ear um I just can't believe that I've been complimented complimented in such a beautiful way um your girl went into the office today like I work remotely 
So usually I just, you know, work from home in sweats, but I was like, we're changing it up. We're literally going to leave our hole in the wall apartment and actually go um, to the office. And so we put together a little look. It's post retrograde. It had me in shambles last week, but I'm, I survived it all. I rise like a phoenix, y'all. You got to rise like a phoenix after the Mercury retrograde. (laughs) That is beautiful. (laughs) And it's so true. Thank you. Wasn't it like, it wasn't just, I'm pretty sure like multiple, there were multiple retrogrades last week, which. Oh yeah. I think there were like six. Oh, you know what? I have started to live my life. I think the older I get, the more I give credit to the beauty that is denial. It's just like, I'm, you know what? I'm just like, I don't know about that. If, oh, did you think I heard about retrograde? No, I didn't. I actually didn't. And I just decide that I don't know it. It's not happening. And therefore, like anything that's bad, I can't link it to anything else. Like, you know, when you tell someone, or like in movies or TV shows, when someone thinks that they're cursed and then like bad things start happening to them. I think that the curse is never actually a curse. It's just thinking that you could be cursed generally. I I wish, I just wish that that applied to me. I'm a Pisces. Um, Jade is actually a Capricorn, uh, just so you know. But um, I also have a a Piscean sister as well. And we just feed off of each other in the worst way. Mm. Um, Literally, she's like, did you hear it's Mercury retrograde? And I'm like, what? What? Like, no, like... You know, I I mean, this week I've been feeling like, you know, like the world wants to bring me down, but I've been fighting back and I feel good. I feel good. It wasn't until I literally sent that message to her. I was like, I don't care if it's a retrograde. I'm literally on top of the world. No. I can kick the retrograde's ass. I don't know what I said that for because literally two days later I had food poisoning. I told you about that, Jay. <laughs> yeah, you did, you did, you did. I had food poisoning <laughs> and then I literally like, I had a, um, I just recently moved into a new apartment which we'll get into a little later, actually. Um, and I literally got like this shipment of like decor and stuff like that. And I accidentally sent it to the wrong address. I used to, we used to live in Scotland. We went to uni in Scotland. Yeah. I sent it to our old address where we, where we used to live. Um, and I live in London, y'all. I live in London. So like literally that was happening. I wasn't sleeping. I literally was dragging my feet at work. It, it was just this terrible horrible positive yeah negative feedback loop yeah no pretty bad the problem with desiree knowing about uh horoscopes or like astrological ongoings is is that there was a time in in university we had to ban desiree from looking at her co-star app in the morning because if she looked at her app in the morning and it said something positive she was gonna have a great day if she looked at it in the morning and it said something negative like that day was not gonna be a good day it was gonna be horrible (laughs) God forbid when she would look ahead at the week because you could like scroll ahead to see your whole week. Oh god, bad, bad, bad bad vibes. So so bad. bad. And back then, I don't know what CoStar is doing now, but like if you're if you're behind the wheels at CoStar back in like 2018, 2019, guillotine. You deserve jail because literally the stuff that I was getting was like you. I there was literally one day that was like maybe you should learn how to shut up maybe. No, it said shut up and read a book, and I was like, like "You illiterate, so you illiterate, bumbling idiot! Why don't you re- open a book?" They Literally, drag I hate me. you. They drag everyone, and the ninety percent sure that the woman who I don't think she works there anymore, but who used to be behind the notifications you would get, she would say like, "Oh yeah, I want people to be like, oh, 
what the hell? Like, she was like, I try and write the most out-of-pocket thing I can. I want you to be shocked. I want you to be roasted and flamed, which is like how I would feel. I would literally be having a conversation with someone about how like kind of tired I am. And I would open, I'd click my phone on and it's like a a notification from CoStar. It's like, imagine how tired we are. (laughs) Imagine how tired we are of it. <laughs> we are of it. Your dumbass is like making it so hard to help you because you just you're doomed astrologically. You're a mess. Oh it's just insane. I'm actually crying. It's insane. <laughs> she was so wrong for that. But also, I would love that job. Imagine you just you're like, oh, Pisces are gonna have a hard week. Time for me to send them a, a notification that says, shut up. No one wants to hear from you. <laughs> if you're a Pisces you're super emotional and it's yes. like that's not what I want to hear that's not what I want to hear like I, affirm me affirm me I'd be having like relationship dating issues and I'd get a message which was like it would be like it'd be like do you feel like a traitor to your sex for caring what men think about you and it's like what is this this is like supposed to get me to open the app I'm being cyber bullied by AI I literally have not opened up CoStar in I would probably say months I have not opened it up I'm like I'm not ready for this abuse anymore I can't I've been I've just been looking at my horoscopes through cafe astrology you know that's the one I love her um but yeah I'm I'm not dealing with co-star anymore absolutely not there are a few things honestly there are a few things that I just cannot deal with anymore a lot of things that I'm moving up and away from and I'm learning and I'm evolving Yeah. And uh, it kind of speaks to the topic of this episode. Yes, it does. You know, quite a lot of evolution and all of that stuff that you would experience if you were to be moving to a new city. Ooh. Which is the topic of this episode, as you probably would have guessed by now. Like, as we said before, obviously, like, Jade and I are like, super far apart. She's in LA, I'm in London. Um, but we used to live together in Scotland. Uh, so I think like, first of all, like literally breaking apart physically anyway, and like settling into new cities has been a wild ride to say the least. I live in LA, Desiree lives in London. We lived together in Scotland in university. And before that I was from San Francisco with family in the Netherlands. And Desiree, do you mind me saying, like yeah, yeah, no, okay. go on ahead. And Desiree's from the Bahamas. So we, I think, for this episode have very interesting takes on this because, like, we have a lot of similarities and we have a lot of differences. Like, I was coming from a place, like, pretty city-ish, generally speaking, whereas you were coming from... You were an island gal. <laughs> an island gal, y'all. Cardi B. Cardi B. Island gal. Island gal. Island gal. <laughs> um, and then we both went to like this small little town in Scotland and then both moved to very different big cities. So I feel like it's similar, different. I think we got a lot to say. So you guys are definitely in for a treat for sure, yeah. for sure. But yeah. with that, maybe I should go on ahead um, and give an overview of the topic for y'all. Yeah. Um, I wrote a little prose. I don't know if you guys want to have a listen, but I'm going to go ahead and read off a little prose for ya. Let's get into it. Did anyone else have that phase where they maniacally made manifestation boards on a website that begins with the letter P and rhymes with Wintrist? In the summer of 2021, that Wintrist was my shit. Especially after I had the epiphany that I was going to be moving to London right after graduating university. 
It was a dream and I got straight to work finding my faded pins. I found what my flat was gonna look like, where I was gonna work, what outfits I was gonna wear, what my friend groups were gonna look like, what kind of cat breed I was gonna keep in the flat. Even the guys that I would wanna date were all on Wintrust. Wintrust had it all! I was going to pull off the most perfect move ever in the history of ever. When night fell on the evening of September 30th, 2021, I had the extremely hard task of saying goodbye to my crying mother. The reality of the move was finally starting to sink into my sick little naive brain, and I was feeling shaky, but I remained unperturbed. I knew exactly who I was gonna be in the big city. I would be the ultimate cliche, walking around in high heels, talking shit on my phone, smacking my gums, kicking ass, and taking names. Now, what do I mean by that exactly? The fantasy that was Desi in the big city was this. She would live in a one-bedroom flat in central London on a beginner's salary. She was going to be a force to be reckoned with in the professional world, whatever industry she landed in, from day one to. People would gravitate towards her and she would like have a million friends basically after just a few weeks of being there. And she would be a master at dating casually and basically being the cool girl of every guy's dream. <laughs> Mm. We cringe. <laughs> she was going to have it all, and I was going to make sure that she would come into fruition because she certainly was not what I was. So objective one, get that dream flat, baby. Have you ever tried looking for flats in a housing crisis? Did you get very far? Because I struggled and I struggled like no one has struggled ever before. That of course is a bit of an overstatement, but I never did quite get that one bedroom flat in central London, shockingly. Finally, after a year, I just recently moved into a flat that is not one bedroom, but what is a comfortably sized studio, which is a far cry from the many places I've been living in for the past year. I'm super thankful, but if I can go back in time, I would tell little stupid baby Desiree that that dream isn't necessarily attainable, and also consider preparing yourself for some pretty grumpy housemates. Objective two, gatekeep, gaslight, girl boss. Yes, girl, you finally landed that job with that amazing publisher. Now let's make a name for ourselves, girlfriend. First, we gotta get into that office. Oh, you work remotely? Well, there goes all those ideas about our immaculate work outfits. There goes the fantasy of clicking around in our heels all throughout Liverpool Street. This isn't the way that I thought things were gonna be. Excuse me, why are you putting on sweats? What do you mean you can't afford to pay 30 pounds a month for transportation back and forth to the office? Wait, okay, let me see that pay slip. Oh, okay, yeah, I see, stay home, babe. All we can do is our best, take it one day at a time. Ha ha ha, Objective three, where are all my close friends at? Despite one or two friends that I see sporadically, most of them are not here. How do I make friends as an adult, especially when I don't have the mediator of university to help me? I can't make friends at work because I'm remote, and majority of my team works outside of London anyway, and I'm too afraid to go anywhere out at night by myself because I effectively have no one to go out with to meet new people in the first place. I'm fighting loneliness here, and this isn't a theme I haven't had to deal with before, but I just expected at 23 to have friends left and right. This just isn't what I was seeing on TV all the time. 
um, and I'm starting to feel a bit like a failure. That essentially was the prose that was on repeat in my mind for months. I'd moved to the city by myself, and because I was so lonely, I was forced to be with myself and further befriend me. And that's not always easy, as probably most of us know, but it is doable. And when I started to be okay with my solitude is actually when I started to make new friends. And luckily, one of my oldest friends slash my cousin has recently moved up and life has just never been the same since. It took me about a year, but I now have enough of a social life that I continuously employ the use of Google Calendar, as we mentioned before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To keep the girls organized, a tool that I usually used, I only used in, in university. And though it does get very crazy at times, I wouldn't have it any other way. And I'm glad that things happened the way that they were meant to. Sounds cliche once again, but it was a good reminder that there is life outside of your comfort zone, which is also a cliche. And most importantly, patience is one hell of a virtue and also a bitch. Objective four, I am single and ready to mingle. Just a, a moment of silence for me ever thinking that dating could ever be straightforward. That dating is a linear process and that dating would never defy logic. In short, mission absolutely astronomically failed. All right, I'm being hyperbolic here. Since I've been in London, I've met a great group of people, a great group of men, although things have not worked out the way that I thought that they would. I think one thing I didn't consider is the amount of personal growth that occurs in the dating process and how other people are growing as well within that process too. And that ideologies are not always compatible and God knows schedules are not always compatible, but I'm still a hopeful romantic and being single isn't actually all that bad. You never know what could happen in a couple of weeks or months or even tomorrow. So let's just say that this objective isn't complete for now. What? I've literally only been here like for a year. I'm finding my stride, okay? <laughs> All in all, moving to a new city is one of the most amazing things that you can ever do for, for yourself. Ooh, getting emotional. No matter what stage of life that you're in, I think that each city has something uniquely beautiful to offer and also serves as a mirror to show you certain things about yourself that you never knew existed within. If you're thinking about taking the leap, maybe don't romanticize things to the ends of the earth like how I did. A touch of practicality and logic goes a very long way. So make that jump, you just might not regret it. And even if you do, the great thing about cities is that the same way that you can move into one is the same way that you can move out of one. But that's just my take on things. Over to you, Jade. Wow, 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 wow. She said, she said theater kid. She said monologue. Theater. She said, she theater. said, she said, Writer extraordinaire, Nobel Peace Prize, Pulitzer Prize, Shakespearean, Elizabethan English. Wow. My ego, like, literally blowing up right now. My skull can't contain it. it was- <laughs> <laughs> that was great. That was really good. Um, man. Not, by the way, man. you guys can't see her, but she, like, laughed so hard at her saying, skull can't contain it, that she had to clasp her hand to her mouth just now <laughs> on the video. <laughs> um, okay. So much to say. I think that your overview has like captured so much so rightly. Like that was beautiful. Um, I thank you. As you guys will have noted in the intro, each episode one will do the overview and the other will present some questions. I have my questions prepared and I say we dive into the first one, um, which is, and it, which is very related to what Desiree said, but it's 
how realistic are these expectations of living in the city slash should we have them like should we encourage people to have these expectations before moving to a new big city because I know from personal experience I like had a very similar viewpoint as Desiree when I was moving to LA I was just like oh it's probably gonna be hard at first but then like after a month like I'm gonna have my whole (laughs) life in order (laughs) just a couple of weeks yeah literally like as (laughs) as though it takes you know just like a week to build a life and that's really I think what is overlooked all the time is that you aren't just like jumping into something that's set out for you already like you have to carve out a life and organize that it takes a long time so are there is there a way to have realistic expectations slash should we just tell everyone to romanticize nothing don't even have any expectations come in (laughs) and just do it nihilist like literally the world is just suffering um it's just emptiness and darkness (laughs) yeah yeah but you know what it is it is actually very it's it's very sick how like (laughs) literally like because in my head as well like obviously as you can tell by what i had said in the overview but like in my head i was like two weeks at most at most maximum babe literally two (laughs) weeks like i was gonna land first of all like i think that my life honestly is an early 2000s film actually um i believe that like literally the the in the envisioning that i had for setting foot in london is like i literally set foot with like my like pink fuck like pink fucking roller bag or whatever um like you know like I have on my glasses I'm absolutely fabulous and I'm like okay like time to see what I'm gonna make of myself in the city like let's go like that's literally what I was thinking like but when I arrived when I arrived on in London town I was scared I was essentially naked and afraid that's what it felt like I was absolutely (laughs) naked and afraid like I'm like I don't know anything about anyone literally like i mean yeah. if anyone was like and people are so nice around here like they're actually so nice like if you look lost they'll be like oh my god are you lost and i'm like oh my god please don't talk to me like oh my god oh my god i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> well okay here's the thing you're right for that because everything's a human trafficking ploy these days True, truly yeah. I don't, have you yeah. seen this oh god, have, yeah. you, have you seen those memes that are like <laughs> it's like when the old lady in the middle of the street falls over but everything's a human trafficking ploy and it's like this girl standing <laughs> no. like looking into the street the audio is like a woman going like help help and it's it's the girl standing in the middle of the street just like eyeing over and being like mm, no <laughs> that's really what living in a city be like it's like mm, i don't know you never know no it's true it's true um like, so you're, yeah, you're right girl. for that yeah i know it's like you get to the city i remember feeling that like i have come from areas that are city-esque like you know, I was very close to San Francisco growing up, going into Amsterdam a lot as a kid as well with my family. Um, but when I moved to Los Angeles, like that first day, I was also like a little scared. And I don't think I've ever really admitted that, but I was driving around and I was just like, this does not feel safe and secure the same way our idyllic seaside Scottish town felt yeah. secure. Like I all of a sudden just felt like, oh my God, like I need eyes in the back of my head and eyes on those eyes and eyes in the back of those eyes like oh, wow and it's, it's like it's overwhelming at first it's not all like la di da like stepping off the bus and jumping into exciting life like it's a little overwhelming yeah. it's like a lot it is yeah no it was so overwhelming I think just in terms of like learning like I mean learning the subway systems learning the underground and all of that like yeah. it took me I honestly honestly like 
I was playing pretend as mm-hmm. if I was like, I'm living my best life, yeah. like literally London town, tea yeah. and crumpets, high tea. But like behind the Instagram posts, behind the stories, I was shaking to get on the Piccadilly line. Yeah. I was, yeah. I was, <laughs> I can confirm. Like I was shaking to use that underground because like, I don't know, like obviously, especially if you're like, if you, if you, move to a city by yourself as well so like more on me obviously like jade had said before i'm from the bahamas i'm from a really small island um and literally i've lived in the u.s as well i've lived in southern u.s um and uh like i went i moved also to canada at some point or another too but like everywhere that where i was was entirely it was a small like it was it was a very small community wherever i was and in florida like it wasn't necessarily a small community but i, w- but I was with my mom like so yeah. and i was 14 so yeah like i mean i wasn't going out like partying and stuff like that i wasn't like seeing the world for myself i was still a baby essentially yeah. i still feel like a baby to be honest but like i think like this was my first time where i was like everything is so open-ended and also like yeah. it's just me that's just experiencing this all so yeah it was like super crazy although on the outside it just looked so like it looks so idyllic but y'all i was having a time like i'll i can admit that now it was a time and a half Mm -hmm. yeah well because if you think about these expectations that we come go into new lives with just as you said lots of friends great job great apartment and it's easy to have those expectations because it is true. Like the streets are yeah. popping. It's hustling and bustling. There's always something to do. When you're not living in a city, like when we were in university, I remember being like, it's dead here. Oh my God. You know, yeah. you, know you really have to carve life out for yourself in a way because things don't happen. But in a city, there's an opportunity on every corner. Like so much of it's alive and moving. Um, and then I think that that just makes you see, feel like things will fall into place for me. And you get here and then it's way, way more of a fight for the littlest things. We, and we talked about this at our first go around of recording this episode, this concept of getting your drawers in order. If your life is a house, you know, you might have the foundation correct. You might even have furniture in there. But if your drawers are all out of order, you know, you can't find your keys. You don't know, you know, where the cutlery goes. That That all builds up to making a very hectic life. So when you don't know, like how to use the the um, underground like how do i use the tube where do i do my groceries how do i walk from here to there those little things build up and make you feel i don't know it, it can make you feel really out of control kind of yeah like it's like i feel like it's the realization of wait my life depends on the little actions that i take like throughout the day like literally yeah. all of these things actually build up to dictate how my life is going to be and also dictate my happiness and my yeah. like well-being in general it's a lot i feel like when especially like when you're first becoming an adult, which is so weird for me to say, like, even I'm like, oh my God, like we're adults, Jade, like we're adults. It's still very um, weird and jarring for me to even say, but I feel like it's just like when you realize like, oh, I have to take responsibility for like, carving out a new life for myself it's not just gonna fall into place like I'm not gonna get yeah in September I'm not gonna get like a a schedule that's like oh yeah you go to this class and you go to that class like no girl you gotta go out there and you gotta do the damn thing the best way you know how and luckily I mean it's so weird how weirdly enough I feel like intrinsically a lot of people just do it (laughs) like they literally just know how um and it's so hard it's like genuinely so hard but like I feel like right now I I sound like Kylie Jenner in 2016 where she was like this year is like the year when we like 
I don't know, like we just start realizing things. Like I feel like that's how I'm coming across right now. I'm like, it's it's so hard. Like it's so hard, but no. like we just do it, you know? Yeah, like it's just like hard because when I don't know where my local coffee shop is that I go to, like I just don't know how to be happy. Yeah. Like that's, but here's yeah. the thing. I'm saying that, but I'm unironically. Take away that voice and give it some gra- gravitas. <laughs> like I'm saying that. I'm saying that. I am. Because there's something to it. Like look, it's just like it's weird how much those little things can impact you. It's also weird how long these processes actually take. Like I said, I was like, yeah, moving to a city, it's going to be hard for like a month. <laughs> and then life's going to be great. Smash cut. Okay, we're a year on. Okay. And I'm like, oh, now I'm getting it. Getting it. I don't have yeah. it yet. Now I'm getting it. I have some footing and some momentum. But it was a year of struggles. Like, Girl, Desiree and I would be like in March or April. I'd be at the dog park with my dog doing work on a bench. And I'd send Desiree a voice note sobbing. I'd be like, what am I doing? What is going on? Literally like, what? I'd literally be like, what is happening? Oh my God, there's a really cute pit bull here. Anyways, I also like feel completely lost and depressed and horrified. And like my life has no meaning or purpose. And I don't know why I would move to a city like Los Angeles, which is Grand Theft Auto realized in yep. in this dimension um <laughs> it's just like but now I'm kind of getting the hang of it but it takes so much longer than I think people expect yeah it takes so long and like I mean on the same sort of like breath of like us sending voice notes of us like crying and stuff respectively yeah um there was a time I think it was also in March I don't know what was going on in March Girl. but there was a time in March where I was literally sending Jade voice notes at like maybe 3 a.m., 4 a.m. of me. I was crying for like probably like four hours. Yeah. And throughout throughout those four hours, I was sending literally Jade, I was sending Jade voice notes being like, I'm in shambles. I'm literally in <laughs> shambles. I'm like, I, I have never been happy before in my entire life. I am like literally like, I'm just a rotten human being right now and it be like that sometimes yeah. it be like that it yep. do it really do yeah I think I would tell though like despite all of that I think to answer my own question kind of in a way I think I would say that everyone should come with delusion if you're moving to a big city like obviously be realistic about certain things like your safety and be vigilant about that sort of thing yeah and, and understanding oh, yeah. to yourself But I would say be a little bit delusional because it keeps you optimistic. I think the difference between that and what I did was that I was not gentle with myself. So when things didn't happen overnight, I was mad. I was like, why can't you figure it out? Why, why aren't you making the cut? You know, like why hasn't everything fallen into place? It's clearly your fault. But I think if someone could come in to the city with a level of delusion of like, yeah, in a month, life's going to be a movie, but they also had like yeah they also had some like understanding for themselves so when life isn't a movie they're like that's fine whatever it will be soon then I think that's perfect because if you come in too realistic it's gonna be too daunting to even try I think yeah I like I agree with that as well I think that you can go honestly in 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 big environments anyway like literally when there's where there's so much possibility I think that you can go in many directions and I think that expectations are actually kind of good 
because I mean, as long as you're not over romanticizing them, romanticize them though, but don't over romanticize. But like, I think it's good to have certain expectations where it's like, here's how I want my life to go. Here's like, here are the sort of themes that I want in my life and things like that. Because if like, honestly, like if you don't stand for anything, you're going to fall for everything. Wow. And like, oh yes, girl. Yes. I'm feeling very Oprah. Uh Uh-huh. That's a Eureka moment right there. I don't know what Oprah says. She says, (laughs) she does not say Eureka moment. Eureka moment. (laughs) <laughs> that'd be so dorky a eureka moment an oprah eureka moment oprah winfrey being like eureka moment we got gold babe eureka eureka moment like i feel like yeah like that's right winfrey son <laughs> not this <laughs> but like there are just so many things so many like pitfalls that can happen so like you might as well go ahead and have like an actual like expectations set out it'll be like i mean you might never like obtain like what it is that you want things will never be perfect but it can serve as a north star for you like definitely 100 easily Easily. and i think um just hold you have to hold on to something and i think if you're holding on to expectation that's like not a bad thing to grip onto to be like i have this life that i want to lead i have these um Wintrist boards like I think that that's that's a good thing sometimes to yes, look back on your Wintrist board your Wintrist boards um if Google owns them maybe we feel comfortable saying their full name I don't know because we're trying to get a Google sponsorship yeah. <laughs> um, apparently yeah um, that's true um, but yeah no I feel like if you have this understanding of like oh this is what I'm fighting for like every day when I'm building my life here and it's difficult and it's tiring and things aren't going my way or feeling correct I am doing it all for this vision of life that is on this Winterest board. Like, I feel like that's a good thing to hold on to. I think also for me and Desiree, I feel like you're going to relate to this. Every time life has been really hard in a big city and it's kind of pertained to the fact that I'm in a big city. So maybe I feel lonely or like I don't have friends. (laughs) I feel like one thing that's helped me in, in that feeling has been like, to say to myself, this is kind of part of living in a big city. It's pros and cons as with everything. And so if I want the fun and opportunity on every corner and always something to do and tons of people around side of it, I have to accept the consequence that it's not easy. Concrete jungle, y'all. I just thought of that. Can you believe that? Oh my God. So profound. Concrete jungle. So profound. We stand. Yeah, no. I think you have to remember like, if it's tough, that is kind of what you signed up for I think that that has also helped me I'm like this is what makes me isn't it and if I can create a life here that I'm really proud of and really like obviously that doesn't come from there being no obstacles that comes from wow I really chiseled something good out of something difficult you know yeah no definitely I feel like literally everything you've said has been like the culmination of like my entire year like yeah. I feel like I mean obviously like there's a lot of wins and stuff like that but there's so many lows and they're so good because you literally you you get to know what it is that you're you're made of and also you grow from that thing like from that obstacle as you say like the, yeah. those things that are holding you back you're like oh this is uh this is a, a pretty high hurdle I gotta figure out new inventive ways of how to jump this thing yeah um and like that's that's the beauty I think that's the beauty of like evolution especially in like the city sort of sphere it's it's some crazy yeah. stuff girl uh-huh. it really is it's not easy um and that's also what kind of makes it beautiful and that does bring me to my second question which i think is really hopefully a fun one for us both which is maybe we should talk a little bit about our respective cities 
uh, what we like, what we don't like, what's been challenging, what's funny. If you have any anecdotes, um, you know, why don't you tell us about London? Well, you know what? Okay. So I have, (laughs) I think I'm still in the honeymoon phase with London right now. Uh, we're still mm-hmm. very much like we're we're still very much in the honeymoon phase. Um, it's just yeah. very recently where I've been like, okay, it's, it'll be nice to take a few trips outside of the city just to like get away from it. Um, but like, and I've been traveling, but like, I don't know, like now I've kind of felt the need to like escape it to come back to like appreciate it more. But I think um, since I've been here, one of the things that I absolutely love about London, I think, has to be, and like you can probably say this for like all cities, but. The people that I've come in contact with, literally just even fleeting, even fleetingly, like strangers, I think that certain parts of London have like a very warm vibe. And I think that because it's so weird because the city is so, I mean, it's not like a huge, humongous city, but because there's so many people living in like this huge city, I think that people are just so, like strangers just kind of become super familiar actually like i don't know Mm. if like anyone out there can like relate to me on this one but i can literally be on the tube and it's happened before where i'm just on the tube and someone next to me just strikes up conversation and it's not weird at all i'm just like oh like yeah like i mean (laughs) r.i.p the queen r.i.p the queen um when the queen passed away uh when the queen passed away unfortunately there were some memes that were going around or whatever um on the tube and stuff like that where like I'm sitting on the tube I literally get on the tube and I'm literally stuffing my face with like literally two two like brownies at the same time and this guy next to me turns to me and he's like oh I see you're like getting ready for the queen's funeral because it was literally that day and I turned to him and I'm like eating brownies (laughs) like what but like it was such a weird joke to like start with but then we like got into conversation and then like literally the two the two people sitting across from us like started getting into conversation so like it like turned into like literally half the car of the of the underground literally just like talking and just making jokes about the queen r.i.p once again i Um, look at you you're such a respectful you're such a respectful member of the uk right now yes i'm an upstanding as someone who's moved out let me say this. Are y'all shocked? Look. <laughs> she was alive for a long time. I've seen the crown. Yeah, she was, she was around Guys, for a she while. She was like a little, like, Queen Elizabeth, like, say, I, look, she has issues. What I will say is that, like, it is so not slay and so not fun that there's now a king. No. In this no, year, in 2022. It's not, it's not cute. Having, like, the Queen of England was giving the UK, like, a little bit of, like, a little bit of sleigh, a little bit of girl boss, a little bit yeah, of like a little bit. Like it was, it was giving, giving like something, yeah. Pussy boots the house down, sleigh. Oh yeah, boots the house down, sleigh, yeah. all that, all of that, yeah. Now it's like now the UK is just I don't you know, king king status. Yeah, like a king, you know, like I don't know, I like And King Charles mm-hmm. at that. Yeah. King Charles at that, yo. Yeah. Me getting tried me getting tried I- for treason. <laughs> Yeah, me also like watching what I say. Yeah, you're like I'm also still in the country. Yeah, you're like this BRP better stay in my wallet. You better believe. Yeah, period. Yeah, period. Someone's gonna, gonna knock on the door here. right now. A man like in the like royal like hat. Like, you know what I mean? Like the guards the that you livery. try to make laugh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're like furry like hat knocking on the door. He's like, give me the BRP right now. Get, right get now. the fuck out. Yeah, you're we heard what you said. Immediately, we got you. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, we got your ass. Yeah. So I'm mincing my words here. But like I'm Jade is saying the things that I would I would like to say. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm 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 held hostage under the king's watch. Yeah, so, so we will true. not be I will not be saying these yeah. things. <laughs> yeah, 
yeah but yeah like i mean for me like yeah it's 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 been that it's been the friendliness of the people also like you would probably agree with me on this one like being in 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 a city means that there's more outlets for creativity like yeah and like jade can speak literally volumes textbooks on this since she's in the creative world take it away jade well yeah so let me just start I'm like trying to think where to start with LA. Like, should I start bad and end good? Ooh. Maybe that's nicer. Yeah, we end on that. a good note. Yeah. So LA like is unlike any city I've ever lived in in my entire life. It is not a city that plays by the rules of like normal reality. Like I said, it is truly the video game Grand Theft Auto come to life. It is actually my boyfriend said this the other day while driving his car. He said LA is Mad Max Fury Road. Like it is apocalyptic desert land. And that's true. It's true. Look, it's an ugly city. <laughs> oh my god. Which is crazy because I feel like a lot of people are like LA, like literally like no. absolutely fabulous, like Hollywood. It's an ugly, ugly city. And let me tell you, okay guys, I think it's important that you guys know my background, generally speaking. Coming from I'm a dual citizen of the US and of the Netherlands. So I've grown my whole family basically lives in the Netherlands. And um, that means that I go there a lot, like on breaks, growing up, summer vacation, winter vacation, always there. The Netherlands is a beautiful country. And Amsterdam, the capital city, is just like, it's an oil painting. Come to life. It's clean. It's so gorgeous. It's, it's also like structured really well. You can walk everywhere. You can bike everywhere. You can take public transport everywhere. It's just super accessible and beautiful and lovely, lovely, lovely. And then I grew up in Northern California in the Bay Area. The Bay Area, if you've never been, is like gorgeous, uh, big mountains and trees and forests, mere woods, like just beautiful, really, really beautiful. Los Angeles is not that. Los Angeles is like someone put a very big major city where a very big major city should not have been. They did not expect LA to become a big hub. It was supposed to be oh like God. a small little place. So in terms of infrastructure, it is structured terribly. That's why there's always traffic. I've never seen roads like I've seen here and highways like I've seen here. It's just like insane. But as I say all of this, I do have to say that I have a certain fondness for it because I call it like I say like this is the wild, wild west. Like I truly live in the wild, wild west right now. There's no rules added with these interesting layers of like there's Hollywood there's like celebrity culture there's a lot of wealth yeah. so it just feels like everyone's playing the weirdest video game ever here and I kind of love it because I'm young so why not that's that's my viewpoint I'm like I couldn't I don't think I could live in LA as an older person even like to have kids I think I would need to go somewhere a little more relaxed but as I'm in my early 20s I'm like, why not see if I can hack it in this wild, wild, weird place? Yeah, um, give it a shot. Yeah, and so those the bad things, insane, not necessarily safe, um, bizarre, structured terribly, expensive. You have to like, you have to have a car here, otherwise it's just a nightmare. It's the huge, a ginormous city, like just insane. Um, and at the same time, extremely fun, very vibrant. Um, People from all walks of life are here. And that was something that was so refreshing, especially after having been in our tiny Scottish town <laughs> to move to a city where there's Ugh. just like any any sort of person you can think of. And I mean, like you could be like, in my head, I'm picturing a Slovakian man who's wearing a red cowboy hat who has painted his nails magenta pink 
and who does hyper-realistic paintings of zebras, I'd be like, I can find him here. I can find that man in this city. I, I don't know if he exists, Incredible. but I would find him here. So that's been really rewarding and fun. There is a lot going on also. And then, yeah, for in terms of creative outlets, I do music and stuff. And um, I have to say, just like anytime an opportunity has fallen flat, seven more opportunities pop up within like the same week. And periods. <laughs> okay. Health and the wealth and the abundance, baby. That's, Claim that's, it. That's on abundance. But yeah, and that's just something that's, I, I think, really cool. I think that's what I find really enriching about Los Angeles is that it's fascinating, it is insane, and it is really like pulsing. It's beating, it's alive. Like when I exist in this space, I feel like really alive. Um, not always in the good way, sometimes in the adrenaline fear ways. <laughs> and then other times in like exciting, this is what it is to be young ways. So yeah. it's definitely not for the faint of heart over here, but it is for if you're looking to have a Mad Max Fury Road post-apocalyptic or mid-apocalyptic uh, chapter of life. I really recommend it. And it's been good to me, honestly. Like it, all things considered, I actually really like the city despite itself, which is, I think says a lot. <laughs> Yeah, no, definitely. And I feel like you, you've you like described your city so well, whereas like, I'm like, yeah, it's London, you know? Like, yeah. people are great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, what else can I say about London? Like, yeah. literally, like, it's me, it's me being like, oh, yeah, like, everyone knows what London is like, so I'm not going to go into, like, grave detail. But, like, I would say... I would say, I wouldn't say that London is the exact opposite of that because I think that there is, like, quite a lot of, like, the factor of, like, just, like, tons of people, like, so much yeah. diversity, you never know what you're going to get. um is like definitely there and it's very persistent but london is so incredibly orderly it is really so orderly um because like i guess like literally it's there's been like hundreds and hundreds of years of like city planning and like it's literally been the capital for so long so yeah i feel like that's like that's huge yeah that's definitely like one of like the main differences i feel like but i would say in terms of because like i've I've only ever been like talking positively about london and this then the third but london is expensive yo Mm. i mean london is expensive first of all obviously if you're getting the gbp coin you're spending the gbp coin (laughs) like you are not you're not saving like in this country you're not saving i saw a tweet that was like um literally saving in this country is a joke one month you're literally saving the next month you're using that those savings are saving you like (laughs) literally like it's it's not a situation where you're like oh my god like literally like the currency is just so great i'll be able to save up and then like it's not like that if you are living in the uk like outside of london i i would understand that more but like you if you're getting london money you're paying london prices i'm telling you that so that's been i think that's like honestly it's like one of like the bigger trade-offs, I think, because it's like, I know, and I, I love it here yeah. and, and all of that, but I know that this is such a temporary thing for me because there's no way I'm going to be able to build wealth, like in a city such as this, unless yeah. like literally, like literally it has to be divine intervention because as of now it is, it's a lot, it's a lot that's going on. Yeah. And I think honestly, like I know London is particularly expensive. I know a lot of cities generally speaking are just Uh, it's insane it is insane it's not the most financially stable choice to move to a big city I think no and there are what I will say is there's um certain big cities I would say are maybe worse to move to if you don't have a lot of financial stability so for instance like yeah I've always said I visited New York and I loved New York I loved New York so much 
But that for me is an example of a city I don't want to move to if I don't have so much money that I can live a very comfortable life there. Because not being able to afford your heating bill when you live in LA is really not the same problem as when you're on the East Coast or something like that. Or, um, you know, there's just certain things like that I think you do have to take into consideration is like, you're probably going to financially suffer in any city, especially if you're young and starting life. Which cities is going to be the easiest to suffer in is a different question as well, you know? Yeah. You got to choose wisely. Yeah. So for instance, (laughs) Amsterdam, pretty good city to suffer financially in because you can bike everywhere. So that's going to save you money. Yeah. Um, You can walk everywhere. So you don't have to spend money on public transportation or or, um, gas if you're driving a car. Um, and then the weather is pretty okay. Even in the cold winters, it's not that cold and there's good like social benefits from the government and stuff you can lean into, but there's other cities where it's like suffering there might hit a little different. It might hit a little bit different, you know? Yeah, no, definitely. Like it's just starting out, obviously like all of us just starting out, just like, I, I can't say all of us, obviously everyone comes from diverse sort of backgrounds. So this isn't a one size fit all by any means, but like, yeah. I would say that starting off, starting out in a city, um, being so young, being so probably not as financially secure as you want to be, like it definitely mm-hmm. does take courage. Um, and it takes a lot of like budgeting and stuff like that, which is definitely an episode that we're going to do probably. On, yeah. Yeah. Like, on budgeting and stuff like yeah. how we've been dealing with budgeting because that's a whole other that's a whole other hour <laughs> yes it ab- absolutely but, is. yeah okay so let's why don't we jump into um audience audience advice, advice. <laughs> so today today if you guys didn't know um at the end of every segment we're gonna have or not segment at the end of every show we're gonna have a segment where we answer any questions you submit to us the best way to send us questions about the topic will be via instagram our instagram handle is at tincannular.podcast and we'll be letting you guys know via the story what an upcoming topic will be and if you have any questions you can just swipe up to the story and respond and maybe we'll choose yours to answer so um our question let's get into it i'm so excited our question this week comes from Ingrid. Ingrid. Shout out to Ingrid. (laughs) Ingrid. And Ingrid was saying that she's going to be moving to a big city soon after a year of working at home post-graduation. So she's been at her family home, supposedly. Um, And she kind of wants to know, is the concept of moving to a big city overrated? Mm. I would say, honestly, it depends on what your intention is. Are you you Mm. trying to live fast, die young? Um, do you believe that bad girls do it well? Uh, or are you literally, are you literally like, I'm saving because I know that I have a future and like, which is totally valid. I know that I have a future and I know that I I have, I need a certain amount of money to be able to get that future. I feel like obviously you don't have to be in either camp. You can have a mix of both, but what on the spectrum of I'm a bad girl and I'm a bad bitch and I want to live that way. Yeah. Um, on the other end, like literally I need to save and I want to be smart with my money. You got to figure out where you fall on that spectrum because wow. what do you think, Jade? That No, that's a great, I think that's literally perfect. So true. I mean, one thing about me, one thing about me is that I'm a bad girl and I do it well and I want to live fast yep, and I do want to die young. Uh, also me, yes. Yeah, so hence why I'm like, LA, let's do it. Let's make <laughs> zero profit. 
let's strive as a struggling artist no starving starving struggling artist in everyone's yeah, business <laughs> so bothered. so badly bothered <laughs> on the apps um <laughs> no friends Str- struggling to go to trader joe's because everything costs 45 dollars um yeah I, that's the life for me but i do think yeah if you're someone who's like no i'm not that way i'm like someone who wants to just build and really really build while i'm young if you're an investor how about that like if you're an investor in life like you want to build your finances honestly maybe it's not worth it and also if maybe you feel really tied to community that's another thing like if you have if you come mm-hmm. from a small town that you've been in your whole life or you know even if it's not a small town and even if you haven't been there your whole life if you feel tied to that concept of community maybe moving to a big city isn't for you because obviously there's community yeah. here as, as you were talking about but it is not per se the same exactly so yeah i think michelle scratching Ooh, michelle that's literally her dog that also <laughs> all three of us all all actually like it was literally the four of us in in a house um yeah. shout out to caitlin who is caitlin. literally our ex flatmate who is so amazing but yeah it was literally me jade caitlin and michelle the dog Ooh. who i can literally see on video yeah <laughs> like, walking around <laughs> literally ruining the podcast we stand we love her use yeah but yeah i think your advice is perfect it's like find where you land on that spectrum because it's never going to be overrated and in many ways actually living in a city if it's not an investment in finances it's an investment maybe in opportunity so you just have to decide what you're prioritizing yeah what you prioritize yeah i think that's all like that's that really um yeah so good luck ingrid (laughs) good luck ingrid we're rooting for you girl but wow okay so i think we've officially come to the end of our first episode of tin cannular yeah i think so if you liked what you heard here today make sure to follow us on instagram at tincannular.podcast tincannular is a weird word it's t-i-n-c-a-n-u-l-a-r um and yeah follow us to be up to date with episode themes ask us questions and more and be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you can hear our new episodes that come out every monday um that's all from us today Bye bye thanks for listening